BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford Engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets. I said it, risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Friday. Max, what's going on? Oh, snow in New Jersey. So uh, after the show, I'm going to have to bust out the shovel and, and, and start getting to work out there. But uh, at least I'm not driving anywhere. That's a good thing. But, you know, yeah, first kind of, I will call it somewhat significant snowfall of the year, or as Arch calls it, a dusting. That's a slight, slight dusting. Yeah, yeah, slight dusting from where you're at. You know, it's uh, anyway. Uh, looking forward to uh, talking some football today. We get we got two mm-hmm. NFL games on Saturday, and uh, Arches Chiefs play. So Ooh. I'm looking forward to talking about that one. What's going on, Sex Panther? You know, I was just sort of reading some of these headlines. We, football is is the one that kind of carries the show, carries America. Football, football, football. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson announced the other day that uh, I think it was yesterday that they're exactly one year away from the XFL holding their 2023 draft. And now I'm reading that uh, yesterday the USFL handed out four of their head coaching jobs. We get USFL four months from now. So we're about to get football year round, boys. Oh, boy. Are there any con artists associated with USFL? Yeah, Todd Haley was named as a coach. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So there's that. I heard there's a high school football coach in Florida oh, that, that probably oh. is uh, looking for a job. Maybe the USFL or the XFL will give him a shot. I mean, like, if, if, if fucking Mike Martz got a shot in the AAF, I mean, anything is possible, right? I mean, anyone can get a job at this fucking point. <laughs> it's true. It's very, very true. <sighs> what happened yesterday? Got some Antonio Brown stuff uh, we could talk about, but but before we get to that, did the KOD hit yesterday on the Knicks? <laughs> Unbelievably, the KOD hit. Unbelievably. If I recall, the Celtics were up by 25 points. Yeah, they were. And if I also recall, they fucking lost the game. <laughs> yeah, they certainly did. They lost it in dramatic fashion. I have footage if you want to see it. You got footage? Let's check this out. Yeah. This is a courtside view on from Twitter. Boom. Done. RJ Barrett. Dagger. That's it. 
Sorry about that. There That's we go. amazing. That, that is amazing. Overtime on Twitter. Just give let's give credit. Yes, yes, overtime on Twitter. Um, brilliant. I mean, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff there. Uh, you know, as a Celtics fan, all I could say is like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> no, no shit. You're, you're talking to Phil during the game, right? Yes. Arch? Yeah, I said, oh, fuck. Absolutely, absolutely live bet. Uh, live bet New York here. You have to. Oh yeah, when they're down twenty five, yeah, that's that's an that's like a a stone cold lock. Watching that video, especially from that angle, my God, if there's if there's one thing you want to show, you know, high school kids or kids learning how to play basketball, what not to do, you know, shooting left handed, fading to the running to the right, like everything about that shot. (laughs) But you know, when when you're tied, literally, there's no pressure. If he misses, big deal. We go to overtime. But um, God damn, what a shot! That's incredible. He didn't call it though. I didn't hear him say glass. So, I didn't hear. <laughs> well, he didn't. He, he wasn't actually looking. I, if, if, we, if we get the other angle, you see his eyes are fucking closed. Right, right, I mean, right. <laughs> man. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, KOD hit. I, I hit on that uh, that money line yesterday. So um, yeah, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. But hey, let's let's dive in a little bit of uh, Antonio Brown before uh, we get into our Saturday night football games. Um, some new stuff coming about Antonio Brown. The, the first story up was that the night before the, the football game, he was hooking up with some Instagram model. Nice. Now, this would be a, a, mas- a massage therapist if you're Deshaun Watson. If you're Deshaun Watson is a massage therapist. No, it's an Instagram model. Pretty nice looking, right? Right. If you see the pic, I approve. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah, approved. Yeah. yeah, especially after you find out that uh, she became famous for uh, licking toilet seats last year. So definitely nice. Panthers nice. type of girl, you know. Truck stop toilet seats, I'm sure. Mm. Cats don't matter. Ah, God. Uh, so anyway, he hooks up with her and then says to her, he's like, hey, watch me tomorrow. That's apparently what, what he said. So, you know, I could take that as I'm going to have a big game tomorrow. I'm going to I'm going to perform tomorrow. So then, of course, Antonio Brown's side of the story is that he was injured and Bruce Arians tried to make him play and he refused and, and Bruce Arians told him to get the fuck out of here. Well, Bruce Arians does not dispute the fact that he told him to get the fuck out of here. What he disputes is that Antonio Brown at halftime was pissed off about the amount of targets he was getting and was being a pouty little bitch and took himself out of the game, which seems plausible as well. And then um, fast forward to, uh, you know, Afterwards, Tom Brady's like, listen, you know, Antonio Brown, we, we love you. You're our brother. We, you know, we hope you get help, blah, blah, blah. Antonio Brown goes on Twitter yesterday uh, showing some text messages between him and Alex Guerrero. And Alex Guerrero, of course, is the TB12 trainer of choice for Tom Brady. And, and saying that, you know, uh, text messages showing that Guerrero saying, hey, uh, you know, listen, hope, hope hope everything's well you know hope you have like a you know good 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 life off the field uh let me know about the balance you owe me apparently antonio brown owes him a hundred thousand dollars what the for, fuck for, for tb12 treatments that he has not paid for so antonio brown goes on this fucking rant about the you know kind of like saying that it's a scam and how how fucking tom brady how dare you fucking like hang out with scum like this guy and then he goes and posts his goddamn bank account on twitter <laughs> So all this shit's removed, but a couple of people did grab his bank account. So uh, I'm sure that he's going to get requests for wires or, you know, like, it's like, hey, you know, uh, I have a million dollars I can give you, you know, just, uh, just give me your access code or something like that. Uh, there's some fucking shit wrong with, with uh, Antonio Brown for sure. But the, let's focus in on the Alex Guerrero portion of this. Mm-hmm. 
because I think that's the most interesting tidbit or the, we know Antonio Brown, listen, he's, he's got some mental issues. He's he had some fucking kind of uh, concussion. Like the dudes get, he's fucked up in the head and I hope he does get help. I genuinely hope that he can get help and, and he's better off, but I, I don't think so. What I really want to talk about is this Alex Guerrero guy, though. Uh, this is pretty much the, the dude that pushed Tom Brady out of New England. It was his presence in the locker room that Bill Belichick just didn't want. He's like, don't, this guy can't go in my fucking locker room. He's trying to sell to these fucking players. The players don't want it. The players are basically feeling pressured to buy services from Alex Guerrero so they're not pissing off Tom Brady. And, and Bill Belichick's like, bullshit, get the snake oil salesman out of my fucking locker room. And that was the big rift between Brady and Belichick. So now you can see this story about him like, eh, hey, AB, hope all's well, give me $100,000. And it's like, man, this guy's a piece of shit. That's what I take out of this. Yeah, Panther? I, I'm just kind of confused on, on Tom Brady. Why? Tom Brady's a smart guy. I think we all agree Tom Brady is an incredibly intelligent person, even if he did graduate from that college up north. But what, why, why? Why is he involved with this kind of person? I can't even imagine that it has anything to do with money or making anything. He's married to a fucking supermodel. He's get, makes millions of dollars playing. I can't imagine it has anything to do with money. So why is Tom Brady associated with this person? I'm almost wondering if this person has maybe something over Tom Brady as well. It just, it does smell. Um, and I, I imagine Bruce Arians might take the Belichick approach and get the snake oil salesman out of his locker room as well. I, we'll see. I mean, you'd think it would happen by now if it hasn't happened, if he's, you know, <laughs> he's effectively, you know, alienating players on the team. That would be the, that would be the reason to get them the hell out of there. And people fall for this stuff. I mean, I don't know why, but especially, you know, high profile people. I don't know if they just, I, I don't know why, why they fall for this. I don't know. What, Tom Cruise. I don't know why you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's not even go there. Right. Well, you, I don't know why they fall for it. Yeah. It's, well, when Antonio Brown's not intelligent, so I know why he falls for it. But, <laughs> but why Tom Brady is involved here is, is, uh, is where I'm confused. I mean, it's 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 hard to argue though with Tom Brady though because he continues to produce that, produce out on the field, whatever diet or whatever exercise regimen that he has. Uh, but I, I'm I'm hearkening back to like, do you remember uh, um, Steve Nash in in the NBA? He had this like philosophy about sleep, right? He was a big big uh, guy on, and they had the, one of the best uh, programs in in Phoenix about keeping players healthy and, and so but his whole thing was sleep and how there's sleep deficits and how you can gain on sleep and the, and he would tout this stuff all the time. You know what Steve Nass also did not do? Try to fucking sell it as a goddamn program. <laughs> he believed in it and it helped him throughout his career until he until he left Phoenix and their magical fucking treatments there and went to LA and broke the fuck down. Um but he never tried to like push that or sell that or anything like that. And that's where the difference is like Tom Brady, you can tell anyone you want is like, Hey, this, this lifestyle is keeping me fit. This is keeping me active. I can win Super Bowls at the age of fucking 43. But the moment that you kind of turn to try to cash a quick dollar on this and, and basically strong arm, this is like mafioso strong arm shit that happens with Brady and, and the players in that locker room. That's where I, I think it crosses a line is these guys don't, I don't think a lot of these guys do believe in it. I think they just don't want to rock the boat with Tom. That like, could be. I, I really get the feeling like that. It's like buying Tupperware from a coworker. <laughs> yeah. But I know it, it kind of is like, yeah. like Scientology in a way. Like, you know, I, I get the feeling like there's a couple of like 
you know, top people in Scientology and then just like they kind of strong arm others into it just because like, oh, I don't want to fuck over, you know, Tom Cruise or anything like that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. he's powerful. Like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So I, I, I get that same feeling with Tom Brady. Shit, I'd buy it and sell it to the my friends or whatever. I'd fucking make profit of it. Like, hey, this is what Tom Brady's taking. I got it it's directly from the source. You want some? And I'll make a profit. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss the old days. Herschel Walker did like 3,000 sit-ups and 3,000 push-ups and ran sprints every day. Never went to a gym. That's it. <laughs> Never went to a fucking gym. <laughs> That's it. Oh my oh, God, Christ! All right. Anyway, th- that's enough of that nonsense. Right, let's talk. Let's talk some NFL games. We got two NFL games tomorrow. Let's let's, let's talk a couple of these. Maybe, maybe we'll get one in, take a break, and then finish up the other after the break. Well, Chiefs Broncos first one. First one up, man. Listen, uh, th- this is a uh, this is something you know. Dating back quite a few years, uh, the Chiefs have been getting these really big lines, and historically, they've been unable to consistently cover those big lines. Now, fast forward to this season. The season where the Chiefs are inconsistent, an uneven team, and you know what? They fucking found a way to cover the big fucking spreads this year. Uh, Prior to last week where they coughed up that big lead to Joe Burrow and the Bengals, they had covered over Pittsburgh, the Chargers, Las Vegas, and yes, the Broncos. And that game wasn't a pretty one, if you remember that. It was a 22-9 win. Broncos put up 404 yards of offense. Kansas City put up 267. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes struggled in that when he threw for 184 yards, no TDs, and one interception. This week, fast forward to this week, Kansas City has to treat this as a playoff game, right? Now, they still got to hope that the Texans magically fucking beat the Titans on Sunday, but they can't control that. They can control this game with a win and try to control their destiny of trying to get that top seed. Chiefs, they, they've beaten the Broncos in 12 consecutive games. But there's one thing that has changed over the last few years that uh, Vic Fangio has found a way to make uh, Patrick Mahomes sweat, right? I, I think he, he kind of baffles him at times with the defensive schemes that he puts in front of Mahomes. Didn't do them any well you know, last time, 22-9, they won. So I, I don't see that changing. I do think Kansas City wins this one. Uh, Thrown to the fact that Teddy Bridgewater played last time in that game, he suffered a concussion shortly after that. So it's going to be Drew Locke once again as quarterback for Denver. Broncos have lost three starts in a row with uh, with Locke as their quarterback. That is that eliminated them from the playoffs. So they don't have much to play for. They're not playing for playoffs, but I think they want to try to stop Kansas City from getting that top seed. I think they want to try to stop a division foe. I think uh, you know uh, Fangio feels like he should come back for another season. I think this this is going to be his his you know exclamation point to say, "Hey, bring me back for another one." We're, we're close. And I think that keeps them enough from uh, you know getting blown out here. So I'm going to do a fifty dollar bet on the Broncos getting those points. I'm just looking at stats, looking at numbers here. Kansas City, we made a big deal about how well that defense had been playing. But if you look, dig a little deeper, their last two away games at the Chargers, at the Bengals, they gave up a ton of points. They gave up 28 to the Chargers, 34 in the loss to the Bengals. Their defense has been very stout at Arrowhead, but maybe not so great on the road. Conversely, the Broncos, it's just not an offense that gets you excited. But they do play better at home. They won 38-10 to against the Lions, and they lost 15-10 to to the Bengals. They give up more points, albeit the Chiefs, uh, Vegas, and Chargers. They were giving up more points on the road. Here they are at home. Four and four at home. Kansas City is only four and three on the road. What I'm looking at, though, 
is Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if there's any kind of bonus or anything like that for hitting a, a certain yardage, but he's about 430 yards away from 5,000 yards for the season. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes for it. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to put up some numbers. I, they, they're playing this game before Tennessee plays there, so they, they can't really concern themselves about what Tennessee does, but they can put the pressure on Tennessee to have to win that game. But uh, Kansas City here, I think they do go in and blow out Denver. I just don't have enough confidence to bet on it. So I'm going to lean the Chiefs and give up the 11. Yeah, 11 points just seems like too many in a divisional game with, you know, the the favorite being on the road. Oh, it seems like it's just too big of an ask. I'm going to throw my 25 bucks on the Denver Broncos plus 11 points. And the Chiefs, you know, we keep talking about the Titans as the Chiefs look ahead, but if the Chiefs look behind them, I mean the Bengals and the Bills are nipping right on their heels both with tiebreakers in their pocket. So, if the Chiefs lose, the Bengals and, and Bills win. Oh shit. Chiefs. Bengals, Bengals ain't winning though. Bengals ain't winning. No. Joe, Joe Burrow is on the fucking and uh, you know and and uh, Joe Mixon on the fucking COVID list. They're not playing. They're not winning this week. Although I don't think anybody for the Browns is playing. Yeah, either. right, right. Fair point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Baker's out already. So, yeah, maybe, maybe Bengals do win by default. Who's yeah. the, who's the backup for Cincinnati? Backup QB. Who is the backup? Oh, we don't even know. I will look it up when you do your commercial. Oh, all right. Hey, let, let's let's take that commercial then. Let's talk about my bookie with over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs. The NFL season is, is almost over. But winning season is not over at my bookie. Head to mybookie.ag. You can choose from a variety of boosts and free bets across a variety of sports. In order to get started, though, you got to make your first deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That is double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. From the University of Arkansas, 2016 round six pick, Brandon Allen is your quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh yeah, one of the Allens, right? There's, was it wasn't there for like a time period like a couple seasons ago where like three Allens started? I think if you just said somebody named Allen, yeah, Kyle Allen, Kyle. There's 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 some Allens out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, but in one week, I think there was like three or four Allens that started. It was just fucking bizarre. I don't think there's an Allen starting in the Dallas Philadelphia game. In fact, we don't quite know who's going to start in that Dallas Philadelphia game, do we? Eagles have won four games in a row. Uh, benefiting from a pretty friendly schedule down the stretch. That isn't to take anything away from this team. I think they're a pretty good team. I think earlier in the season, their defense was flexing. Then it kind of fucking went downhill. And then their offense started flexing. I think offensively, they're more dangerous than a defensive team. I love their offensive line. I love their running game. Uh, Even with third stringers out there, Jalen Hurts kind of emerged as their definitive guy for the future. But, I mean, they've got their playoff uh, position locked in, right? They are the sixth seed. No matter what, win or lose, the Eagles are locked in. Dallas actually does have something to play for. They could go all the way up to the second seed. So if the Rams lose, Dallas wins, then Dallas could get all the way up to the second seed, which means they would host Philadelphia in that first round as opposed to Arizona, which you might want to host Philadelphia instead of Arizona if if you're the Eagles. Uh, The question, though, of course, is what what Dallas is going to do. Mike McCarthy... uh, hasn't said much you're expecting these starters to play you don't know how much though you don't want you don't want to injure anyone right i mean wouldn't that be the fucking worst fucking thing is in week 18 by the way the last extra you know game of the season type thing and and fucking you lose dak prescott for the goddamn playoffs i mean he's not going to want to risk it uh nick sirianni same thing uh they've made the playoffs i don't think he wants to risk uh, losing jalen Hurts. so more than likely the stash is going to be out there and I think the stash is good enough to lead the Eagles to a win or, you know, a close loss. <laughs> Team, teams haven't played since week three. Cowboys absolutely dismantled them. But again, that Dallas offense was clicking back then. The Eagles were trying to figure things out, like Jalen Hurts was trying to figure things out. Uh, you know, he's definitely answered the question about being the quarterback of the future for the Eagles. But he's not going to play this week. I, that's that's my my guess. And and Minshew should be able to lead this team. Uh, he led them well against the Jets, and I think they'll be competitive. So a fifty dollar bet on the Eagles. You know, when we talk about Gardner Minshew, man, this guy, I just love him. He he's just the the kind of guy you want, whether he's starting, not starting. I want this guy in my locker room. And you know, if he does start, he does play. He's going to give it his all. The players are going to rally behind him. You know, the Eagles, yes, they've had an incredibly soft schedule uh, to to wrap up the season to get themselves into the playoffs. But the thing about that schedule is they they've played well on both sides of the ball, particularly defense. They've given up. 13, 18, 17, 10, and 16 the last five weeks. One of those a loss. But um, the, the defense has been playing incredibly well. The Cowboys' offense, you look at what they've done, 27, 27, 21, 56. I'm giving that an asterisk. I, I just That's not who they are. We think they're capable of it. 
but we haven't seen it consistently all season. This is really more of about a 24-point team. And against the Eagles' defense, I, they can't run the ball effectively. Ezekiel Elliott's, Elliott's not been great. Um, Tony Pollard is questionable for the game. So that puts a lot of pressure on Dak. And if there's one player on the Dallas Cowboys that they cannot lose if they wanted to go deep in the playoffs, it is Dak Prescott. I kind of only expect him to maybe play half the game, but if Gardner Minshew plays, Jalen Hurts plays, I don't think it really matters. At home, I like the Eagles here with a chance to win, but I'm going to take the five points, put my 25 bucks on the city of brotherly love. All right. Well, good news for you guys. I'm just leaning that way. I'm not betting this game. So you dodged the bullet there. I know we're high off of a kiss of death hitting lately, but I really would rather there not be one. So I'm just leaving the Eagles in this. Only seems like kiss of death are hitting in the NBA. It does not. It does not seem to be doing well in, in football still, but the M- NBA seems to be uh, doing well. All right. Hey, speaking of NBA, I think we have some NBA games to talk about. Today, right? That's it for the uh, NFL. I only got one. Panther, you said you got three? I managed to find three out of this shit show. Man, I tell you, in, in the pre-show, I was telling Arch, I was... Uh, <laughs> I almost made a huge fucking mistake. I was looking at that Jazz Toronto game and I misread it. I thought the Raptors were getting 11 and a half. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, money lining that. That's going to be amazing. And then as as I'm like rereading it, I'm like, wait a minute, they're giving up 11 and a half. Fuck that game. I'm not touching it. Um, the game I am going to touch, though, let's talk about Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Uh, Nets returning to Brooklyn, which means uh, for two games, uh, they won't have Kyrie Irving in their lineup. Uh, I took a look ahead at their schedule, though, and there's a few road trips coming up for Brooklyn, meaning that he probably could play four or five games in a row. Uh, but for tonight, it's 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 just Durant and Harden, which, you know, boring. Uh, <laughs> taking on Giannis and whatever pieces of the Bucks are available. Uh, they, they've been hit with a COVID protocol shit. Drew Holiday, he's out. George Hill, he's out. Pat Connington, he's out. Grayson Allen, he's out. Despite that, I just can't discount Giannis showing up tonight, flexing against the team. He helped bounce from the playoffs last season. Uh, Milwaukee, they've lost two in a row. I think they're going to want to try to avoid losing three in a row, as something the Nets did just last week. Brooklyn just a mediocre 10 and 9 at home this season. So it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust to that alternating life with and without Kyrie and how they can bounce back and maybe uh, become that dominant home team like they were last year. So you're asking me, like, you know, the, the huge value is on Milwaukee here to get the win. So $10 money line bet on Panthers fuck the Bucks. Yeah, this is going to be another fuck the Bucks. I'm not on this game, but you know, I'm looking at the game, looking at the line, look at the players. You, you nailed it, though. Drew Holiday being out, George Hill, DeVincenzo, and Connaughton, and Grayson. Like, these are all guards. Like, who the hell is bringing the ball up the court? I, I'm a huge proponent of guards. I love guys like Jason Kidd, Magic Johnson, and John Stockton. I, a point guard makes the team go. And this game, Milwaukee doesn't have one. So that's one of those things that makes me really, really shy away from the Bucks here. I can't bet this game. I'll lean Brooklyn, but God, I don't trust Brooklyn at all. Yeah, I think Brooklyn's probably going to win the game-ish, but I, I just don't see them covering the five. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on Buck the Bucks. Plus five. Oh, plus five. Yep. All right. Hey, Panther, what else you got? Uh, you didn't touch any of mine, so I guess we'll go through three here. Let's take a look at the San Antonio Spurs going to Philadelphia. Spurs not good on the road. Not really that good at all. Philadelphia, <laughs> inexplicably, though, seven and eight at home. Talking about that point guard woes. They still seem to struggle without Ben Simmons. Shake Milton's out. 
Um, they, they got some other guys that are either questionable or already listed it out. But this San Antonio team, I you know, without well, John Murray should be back, but Keldon Johnson's out, Derek White is out, Lonnie Walker's out. Like half their depth is out of this game. I don't really know how a six or seven man rotation is going to compete with Joel Embiid and and the bigs that Philadelphia will trot out there. I think the 76ers can handle six and a half. So I'm going to put $10 on Philly. You know, it's funny, too, is uh, for a while there was a, uh, a joke where you were just ignoring certain teams in, in sports. Like, oh, I, I didn't know that there was, a, you know, 30 teams or 32 teams or whatever. I'm kind of trying to do the same with the Spurs right now. Like, I, honestly, I, 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 I look at the Spurs and it's like every piece of data says I should bet the Spurs here. And, and I continue to, you know, and the moment that I do – fucking lose and then the other day i was eyeing up that celtics uh game and i was like man i should bet the spurs on the money line i should really bet the spurs on the money line but it's the spurs i can't do it so uh sixers are rolling right now They're, they have not been very good at home this season i do think that they turn that around and they'll start winning some games now that everyone's healthy here i do think they win this one i could not make it work on the money line here so with the points i will lean san antonio yeah, I'm going to lean the 76ers with you, Panther. It's close. It's right there, but I'm I'm not going to do it, but I'm pretty sure you've got this covered. All right. Well, let's see if I can get you on this game then. Let's take a look at Minnesota and Oklahoma City. They just played at Minnesota. Now we're in Oklahoma City. I don't get why the NBA does the shit that they do, but uh, Oklahoma, we're relatively healthy here. Oklahoma City's got their boys. Shea Gillis, Alexander is back. Josh Giddy. Um, God, I love this kid. I really wish I had him on my fantasy team. He's, he's an absolute stud. Minnesota's got their big three back. And Carl Anthony Towns is the factor here. Oklahoma City, as good as Alexander and Giddy are, they really don't get any help in the paint with a monster in the middle, somebody to bang with the likes of a Carl Anthony Towns. And I think that really for this season and particularly this game is going to be their demise. I just don't know how they can bang on the boards and compete with those rebounds. So I'm going to give up the five and a half and put 10 bucks on the Timberwolves. You know, I hit, I hit on the thunder on a money line uh, a couple games ago over the Knicks and, and made a nice chunk of change on that. And so uh, I got greedy and I bet another money line with the thunder and I lost on that. And then I got greedy and bet another money line on the thunder and lost on that. So now my profits from that fucking Knicks win are, are down to only like $2. So at this point, everything's saying that i probably should bet the thunder on the money line and uh, i'm just, i'm gonna take a little break from okc and and just relax here uh i will lean them getting the points yeah at five and a half mm-hmm, i think they can keep it close i really do i think the thunder can keep it close at home i'm gonna do it i'm gonna put 10 bucks on okc plus the five and a half all right well let's see if i can get some uh, moral support or some love here Last game for me, let's look at the Atlanta Hawks going to the Lakers. Lakers have won four out of five. The one loss to Memphis Grizzlies. I'm not going to beat them up on that. Memphis is playing some freaking awesome basketball right now. But Atlanta, they've, I mean, between COVID and injuries and everything, they're still banged up. I don't know if the Hawks have had their rotation out there for the better part of two months. You still got Bogdanovic is out. John Collins is out. Trey Young is day-to-day questionable. I expect him to suit up here, but the Lakers have been playing much better basketball. LeBron and Westbrook. Do you guys even realize Westbrook stopped his own streak a couple games ago? Zero turnovers after 400 straight games. (laughs) 
<laughs> of a turnover. He had zero turnover. So I, I don't think that'll happen here today. But I think the Lakers at home can handle the Hawks giving up three. So uh, 10 bucks on the Lakers. I, I mean, I have this exactly at three. My numbers say exactly three. So, I mean, flip a coin, I guess I'll... I mean, I tend to lean the Hawks since they're getting the points, and I have this at three. The one thing, though, to consider is is this is the Hawks' fifth straight road game. Man, that that's exactly how the Lakers like to fucking take take down teams <laughs> is get them kind of road weary and fucking tired and just beaten up. And uh, who knows if Trey Young's going to play or not? Um, that you know they played two days ago, so he he should play playing in Los Angeles and at, at, at that famous crypto arena, you know, where everyone has won championships at for, for, you know, years and years. Um, I, I think the Lakers should win this one, but with the points, I'll, I'll just lean Atlanta. Yeah. I'm leaving the Lakers with you, Panther, uh, two and a half or to three to three and a half. Oh yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I do think the Lakers win. I, they should cover. So all the moral support in the world for you on this one. Well, you didn't bet anything with me or Max, so what are you betting today? I bet the OKC against you, and I bet Milwaukee with Max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got anything else for you? That's it for me. All right. Let's talk, let's talk some hockey. Uh, start with this Calgary Flames, uh, Carolina Hurricanes game. You know, After the break, Hurricanes have outscored their opponents 11-4 to in the two games that they've played. Uh, they've had a six-day layoff now. Uh, hosting the Flames. Uh, Calgary's kind of been a mixed bag since their break ended. They've gone two and two with a negative one goal differential in that span. Uh, Able to beat the beatable teams, right? But then struggled against Florida and Tampa, uh, some of the better teams in the league. And I put Carolina right up there with Florida and Tampa, right? Uh, They're well-rested. Calgary, this is their fifth road game in a row. This is a back-to-back for them. This is the third game of four nights. That's an equation that you don't like to see if you're a hockey team. I'd I'd say earlier in the season, the Flames could overcome such adversity, but right now they've come down a bit to earth. Uh, Hurricanes, of course, are 10-3-0 at home this season. The only hesitation that you should have in betting the Hurricanes, and literally the only hesitation is that this is the first game of their back-to-back. So it looks like Anti-Ranta is going to get the start and goal tonight as opposed to Freddie Anderson, who will probably get the, the start tomorrow against their divisional opponent as Florida comes into town. Either way, I'm still going to bet the Hurricanes, but you probably lose some of that value. The minus, minus 165, 170, or whatever you're going to get it at with, with a backup goalie in there. I'm still going to do it anyway. $10 bet on Carolina. Yeah, it's even getting worse now. I'm seeing minus 180. Yeah, the schedule makers did Calgary no favors at all. Like Florida, Tampa Bay, and Carolina back to back to back on the road. Like who the hell? Who they piss off? But you're you're absolutely right. Carolina's struggling to score against the better teams. They take care of teams like Seattle and Chicago, but against the championship caliber teams, they are uh, kind of meeting their match here. Carolina was red hot going into the hiatus, red hot coming out of it. I expect a little bit more here. So like Max, I'm going to eat the chalk as well. Uh, Ten bucks on. Carolina. All right. Minus 165 was the best line I could find mm-hmm. you. That's got to be your ceiling, right, Max? Mm-hmm. It's not, mm-hmm. not much mm-hmm. higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Okay. That's it, Panther. You, you're betting this Capitals Blues game? I, 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 was, I was close. Yeah, I'm assuming talk you into it, maybe. I don't know. It's like fucking Washington, though. 10 3 and 3 on the road. Because I'm going to of- pause you right here. Something happened with your headset. I, I don't know. Try it now. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't I'm not even on my head. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That was weird. Uh Washington, you know, just lost to New Jersey at home. They beat Detroit. They beat uh Nashville. This that's what they played since the hiatus. But uh, they they've kind of been up and down. St. Louis, look, I, the Blues are just one of those teams that they're in 
every freaking game. Losing to Pittsburgh, I'm not going to hang them on that because the Penguins have been playing red hot, but they beat Minnesota, beat Edmonton, uh, beat Dallas. This is a Blues team at home at 12-3-2. I really like St. Louis. It's going to be a close game, but I think St. Louis is the better team, so I'll put 10 bucks on the Blues. Yeah, so I, I ran my numbers. I got the Blues winning this game slightly and then i'm looking at the line movement i'm looking at the money just hammering the capitals and i'm like man someone knows something that i don't so i back the fuck off this game some moral support i'll lean st louis here but i the way that the money is hammering the capitals i'm i'm guessing someone key is going to be out for st louis that we don't know about just yet Mm. yeah at the minus 109 i think st louis is absolutely the play so but you know see if we'll see what happens Uh, max says somebody knows something we don't know which seems impossible. I know. Right? I know. Here's a, here's some words from people that know more than we do. Okay. Uh, Iceberg said Pitts won. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, Iceberg likes OKC and the points. Ooh. Gerardo says Blues caps over. Probably. I, until, until we're proven otherwise. <laughs> all, games, all games are over. Just take all the games. <laughs> take the overs. I mean, it's going to drop off the face of this earth at one fucking point, but it hasn't yet. They're still These teams still look rusty. I like Carolina also. I like Washington today. Well, there you go. The iceberg's the one who knows. That's the sharp money yeah, coming in. His name is Iceberg. He knows about the ice. Yeah. Oh. Ah, Tarasenko's out with the, with the vid. Okay, there you go. All right. See, he knows stuff that I don't know. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, we talked about week 18 in the NFL. First one ever. We mm-hmm. talked about uh, the TB12. We should all go out and get it. It's, it. It works. It's real. And we talked about basketball hockey. That's it. That is it. Download the DJ's app or Android iOS and let us know anything that our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode tomorrow. Man, last week of regular season football. We'll, we'll cover all the rest of the games uh, that, you know, for, for this uh, regular season. So I can't wait for that. But until then, Panther, take us home. I promise we're not covering all of them. Shitty games tomorrow. We're taking uh, the Bengals. Uh, yeah, that Browns Bengals game is one of Let's get out here with the Panther parlay. Uh, I like the 76ers, the Lakers, and I have the Blues in there, but uh, scratch them off. Let's go with the Carolina Hurricanes. Put those three together, and that'll be your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Call us out by name. We will holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.